Gemara, Pesachim, Daf Lamed Tet. Masechet has been dedicated by Shalom Ben Yaminov, Da'idun Shmat Miriam Bat Zilpa, Betabedel Chaim, Arukim, Refua Shalema Miriam Bat Ima Shalom. Vilhatzlacha, Vilharvacha, Lechobene Mishpachto, Amen. Today's Daf is being studied, Lefua Shalema Haya Bolisa Bat Hanna. Amen. We begin today's Dafan Namutet Amud Rishon, right on the top line, Matni Tin. Okay, so these are the vegetables that a person can fulfill his obligation on Pesach for the Hayyuv of Maror. So they are Bahazeret. Okay, Hazeret would be like uh, lettuce. We Today we would use uh, like a romaine, Tamcha. Okay, Tamcha, the Ashkenazim referred to it as the uh, the horseradish. Harhavina, it's another type of obviously bitter herb. Olshin, uh, maybe Olshin is like an endive. Ube maror, maror and the vegetable that's called actually maror. Now, Yotzin Bahen, Ben Lachin, Ben Yevishin. First rule. These are the marors. You can be yotzeh whether they're moist or whether they're dry. But not if they're pickled. Shilukin is that they're cooked for a very long time until they start to dissolve, fall apart. And not regular cooked, normally cooked. It has to be raw. So if you don't have one brand of maror, you could take a half a kazayat of one and a half a kazayat of the other, and you can mix and match. You also yotzeh not only with the leaves, but you yotzeh also with the stalk. Okay, you have yedakot maror that are demai, you bought it from an amaris, right? Safek if the ma'asir was taken. Uh, that he gave to the Levi, okay, he gave his terumat ma'asir to the Kohen, and so we always repeat this over here, the Gemara has to explain to us the Hedushim on this, but ma'asir sheni that was redeemed, and Hegdesh that was redeemed. Okay, uh, just read the Rashi, David, Ubedemai. Uh-huh. Right, remember we learned above that uh, is when the rabbis established, even though there's no there's no um there's no ma'asrut min Torah on Yerik. Uh, so the whole Tebel on Yerik is the Rabbana. Nonetheless, it's a mitzvah ba'avera if you're going to eat the maror and you didn't give even teve, even ma'asrot the rabbanan. Okay, just the diyuk. Is the, is, yeah. Is the mai also a sudra rabbanan to eat? Yes, because mina Torah, rov ma'asrov, ameha aris ma'asrin hen. So mina Torah, you can rely on a rov. The rabbanan just. So why would you say with the mai and not with teve? Because rov, Torah, it's okay. Because they, they're relying on a... Uh, no, because you could eat it yourself. There's a tip for you to eat it yourself. You could make yourself an ani. So therefore, there's a way that you could eat it. It's better. 
There's a way that you can make, if you can be mafkir, you add him. I just don't know why that she said, if you look at the Buddha, Matilum is Serafim the Kezayit. Read that one, the one right before that. Yeah. I don't know what she said. I don't know what she was. Does she have a zayit and a hatzi zayit? I mean, why do you have to give that case? And then let's 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 say you want to combine all five of them. I have a, a, a you know a fifth of a zayit, and if I want to use all five to mechaver, is she coming to apukeh that only two? You can only mister if two maximum two uh, in, in the siruf. Or was Rashi just giving you a, a scenario? I don't know, but that's an interesting diuk that we can make in the Rashi. Okay, Gemara. Uh, those that got their art scroll opened, uh, you can help me on Perush uh, Milim over here, if there are words that exist. I don't know, she'll probably give us some French words here. But let's see. Hazeret Hassa. Okay, Hazeret, the first one on the list. Hassa, we call that like lettuce. Ulshin Hindabi. Okay, Hindabi. Tamcha, what is this Tamcha? Amaraba Barbarhana, Tamcheta Shema. Okay, we call it Tamcheta. Harhabina, Amarabi Shimon ben Nakish, Asvata Dedekla. That's this type of, um, a type of grass that grows on the bottom of the palm tree. Ube Maror, what's Maror? Meredita. Okay, now, now we know the names. Tane bar kapara, elu yirakot she'adam yotze bahem yedei chovato bapesach. Be'ulshin. Okay. Ube'tamcha. Ube'harhalin. Be'harhbinin. Ube'hazrin. Okay, so you added a few more to the list here. Rabbi Yehuda Omer, af ulshe sadeh ve'ulshe gina. Even uh, the ulshin from the uh, fields. Ulshe Gina from the gardens, Vahazeret, Ulshe, oh, so the Gemara says, Vahazeret. So the Gemara asks, Ulshe Gina Vahazeret Hatanelaresha, which means, what is the Biuda adding when he says Ulshin? In the Resha of Bar Kapara's statement, it says, Elu Yirakoche Adam Yotsebem Yedehawadu Pesa Ulshin. Ulshin is listed on the list. So what is the Biuda coming along saying? Olshe Sadeh, Olshe Gina, you just tell me Olshin. In Islam, Olshin is all type of Olshin, it's no different. Which means he's adding Olshe Sadeh. Islam, when he said Olshin, the Tanakama, he meant Olshe Gina. And he's coming to say to Buddha that you should know that Olshe Sadeh is similar to Olshe Gina and Hazed. So his Hadush is in Olshe Sadeh. Fine. Rabbi Meir Omer Af Asvas Vetura Umar Yiroar. Okay, all these different type of uh, uh, items. Amar Le Rabbi Yoseh Asvas Vetura Echadhu. Okay, it's the same item. Asvas and Torah is the same item. Umar Zehu Yiroar. Uh, that which we call mar, that's called also yeroar. Fine, these are the type of vegetables that obviously are bitter. Tane debe shemuel elu yirakot adam yotzeb hem yedechovatoba pesach. Another list. Everybody's giving their list over here. Maybe there's a list came from. Everybody's giving their list of what items you can be yotzeb with maror. Bahazeret on the second wide line. 
בעודשין, בתמחה, הר בינין ובהר גינין ובהר דופנין. רבי יהודה אומר, אף חזרת יולין וחזרת גלין. Okay, כיוצא בהם, זה אוסו גוט. רבי אלעא אומר, משום רבי אליעזר, אף על קבלים. אוקיי, על קבלים אולסו, is a legitimate maror, וחזרתי על כל תלמידיו. So he says, I went, uh, you know, to ask all the students uh, to try to find out what is this על קבלים. וביקשתי לי חבר, I was looking for a, uh, a תמיד חכה, to explain it to me. Or, or, or to, to, to see if he really said it. But I didn't find any source. Look at that. She will be cashed. So Nabil, I was saying, I was looking for maybe some other students that also heard it. He says, I know I heard it from Nabil Yaisa, but I was looking for other students that do they remember that they heard this from, uh, from the rabbi. He says, yes, you're right. I remember Nabil Yaisa told us that Al-Kebalin also can be used for a maror. Okay. Rabbi Yehuda Omer, Kol saraf. Okay, any bitter uh, vegetable that has sap. Now we're giving simanim. How could you identify maror? Maror has sap in it, saraf. Rabbi Yohanan ben Beroka Omer, kol shepanav mechsifim. That they're a little white, they're not totally green vegetables. They're like mechsif, they're like a little uh, white. Acherim omrim, kol yarak mor. Yesh lo saraf, upanav mechsifim. Acherim come along and say... Any item that's going to be, any vegetable that's going to be bitter is going to have those qualities. It's going to be, have sharaf in it, meaning uh, sap, and also it's going to be like a whitish color. Amar Buhanan, so what do you learn from all these rabbis? Bottom line, that's the bottom line you can take out of the, uh, you know, uh, out of, out of the, uh, all, all the opinions over here. Look at that, Shimidvre Kulan. Bottom line, you have so many lists of different maror. What do they all have in common? They all have in common. They have sharaf and they have panav maksifin. Those are the two items that we're looking for. So you find that Love dafka then on these lists. And whatever, if you can find a vegetable that has these properties, you can use it for maror. Amar of Huna. Is that what we're doing? We're, we're, exp- we're, we're expanding, expanding it. Right, we're expanding it. We're so love dafka, these items in the Mishnah, right. but anything that has these... Exactly. Now we're giving you, you we're giving you a klal now. We're giving you a klal. Because the Gemara says, Amar of Yohanan, the Gemara says, Halakha ka'ahirim, which means you go with the klal. Go with the rule. Don't have to list me a list. Go with rules. Once you have the rules, it includes, uh, you know, many more. Ravina okay. He was careful to use the maror that's called meririta. That was his humra uh, on Pesach. 
He was careful. Meredita. Amar le, my datech. Why are you being, what's, what's your reasoning? The medinin tafe. Are you using it because it's, uh, you think it's the most bitter one? It's the extra bitter one? Ve'ahazeret tenan. Which means, Al Mishnah listed hazeret. Uh, and that's the first one on the list. The assumption of the Gemara here is that the Mishnah is listing them in priority order. And therefore, since on our list and the Mishnah Hazer it was listed first, that must be the most important one. So what are you going after Mararita for? You should go after Hazeret. Vetana Debe Shemuel, Hazeret. And Shemuel also, in his Braita, it said Hazeret first. Vamaravoshaya, he also said Mitzvah, Behazeret. Vamarava, my Hazeret, Hassa. It's called Hassa. Right? Chas is uh, lettuce. My hasa, why do they call it hasa? The has rahamana ilavan. Oh, there's a name to that. That a Kadosh Baruch Hu had mercy on us. In the bitterness of Mitzrayim, there was a has, but Olam had mercy on us. Could be the pshat is in the bitterness itself there was mercy because we got out earlier uh, than we were supposed to. We were supposed to be in Mitzrayim for uh, 400 years. But the Merirut was a chas, actually, because it was so uh, bitter, therefore it cut the uh, galut in half. Ve'amar of Shmuel ben Nachmani, Amar of Yonatan, lama nimshelu mitzriyim kemaror? Why are the mitzriyim uh, compared to maror? Noma lecha, ma maror zeh, shetchilator rach, the maror in the ground starts off soft like leafy, it ends up becoming hard, like the stalk. In the beginning, they were soft. You know, they, they hired us, they paid us to do the work. And after they paid us, they figured out how much work we could work, then already they took away the payment and it became avodat parek. So they also started off soft, and then it became hard. If you read Rashi, which means originally the kelah is soft and if you leave it in the ground long enough it becomes hardened like 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 a like a piece of wood Anyway, when he told him that, he said, what are you using this maror meririta for? You should be using hazeret. So he says, Amar hadribi, hadribi, you're right, I retract. He accepted, that's it, no more meririta, hazeret. That's what we use, by the way, we use hazeret, like a ta'ila, Romain letters. Amar rab rehumeh le'abaye, memai dehai maror min yaraku. Who told you that it's a vegetable at all? Maror. Who told you it has to be a vegetable? Emma Mirita de Kufia. What is that? What is that item, Nashi? Maybe it's the gall of a fish. The gall of a fish also is uh, bitter, this type of fish. So therefore, maybe it means eat maror, eat the gall of a fish. Who told you it's a vegetable? Bichlau. Dumya de Matsa. Horseradish. Because they, didn't, they didn't have it. They didn't have hasa. Ah. It's just uh, in Europe, they didn't grow romaine lettuce, so they had no choice to use, uh, and then it became the custom. But it's not yarak. Oh, is it? It is, yeah, horseradish. It goes from the ground. 
It's a radish. It's, it's a radish. They just, they just okay. you know, whatever. They, on, on, on Pesach, it doesn't look like the horseradish you get from, uh, in, in the bottle. It's white. Not much to eating the, the root of the, the radish. It's, uh, we have to be thankful that we had Hassa in our lands. So he says... Actually, actually there's two um, dinim over here. One of them is the actual item, which we said was number one. Right. Hasa. The other concept is the name. Midirut. Yeah, but you, 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 right, but you see, you see from the Mishnah that they, they they're giving up midirut for for the inyan of the hasa for the name, because hazeret clearly is not as as bitter as uh, as uh, tamcha. That's for sure not. Right. So it's saying something, but when it says marod, it says anything that's midirut. So it's possible that um, their their horse obviously is more marod. No, but we're not. I don't think they were looking for more. I think they, I think it's, uh, the Porsche won't say that's why they, that's all they had. It was a reality. The Gemara says this rabbi was using Mararita. He thought you have to use the most bitter one. The rabbi said that's not the point. to Use the most bitter one. You got to use the, the first one on the list. Hazeret. So David's asking. Oh, so what do you mean Ashkenazi wanted to use Hazeret? Because that was, they, they, it wasn't it wasn't available. The Gemara says, "Dumia uh, de matzah." The reason why we don't use you know, the gall of a fish is because it has to be similar to matzah. Ma matzah gedule karka, af maror gedule karka. Just like matzah comes from the ground, it says matzot umrorim. So like it seems that they're the same. Just like matzah comes from the ground, wheat. So to the maror has to come from the ground. Okay, that's the case. Ve'ema hirduf. Maybe it's the hirduf. Hirduf is a famous tree. You remember Moshe Rabbeinu sweetened the waters in Mara? They got to the waters and said they couldn't drink water in Mara. Kimarimem. Moshe Rabbeinu took a tree. It was a very bitter tree. And it says, Ve'im tikua he sweetened the water. So maybe it's, and it comes from the ground. So maybe they want you to chew on this, uh, on this tree over here, on this, uh, this hirduf tree. Dumya, the Gabbana says, no, dumya de matzah. Ma matzah means zera'im. Matzah is a zera from a seed. It's not a tree. Afmaror means zera'im. So it wants to be something that we plant like a vegetable. Ve'ema herzifu. What's herzifu? Now she says, means zera. Ve'samhamavit. It's a poisonous uh, type of item. What was the hava mean? Ve'samhamavit le'behema. Oh, they give it to us. Oh, it's a samamavit for behema. So maybe they want us to eat this uh, very, very, very bitter hirzifu, uh, I guess, which is a zera, and it's also bitter. Dumya de matzah. Ma matzah shinikhet bekesef ma'aser. Af maror shinikhet bekesef ma'aser. Aha. It's got to be a type of item that you could use your ma'aser sheni money to buy it. Now, you could buy wheat and matzah with your ma'aser sheni money, but you can't buy this. Uh, some hamavit item with your ma'asir shini money. Why not? Read the Rashi. Herzifnu eno nikah. Herzifnu eno nikah. Mirez ma'asir eno perima achal. Ve'ana nukla ba'inan. B'miyadi yayim b'shechad u'bachad v'ason k'dekhtiv v'natata ha'kesef b'chol asher t'aven ha'shechad. Right. It's got to be something that you have a hana'at to eat. This is not an item that you have a hana'at to eat. So therefore... It's got to be domain le matzah. Ma matzah you could use for maaseh money. So to this also. So we've narrowed it down to a vegetable. Amar le rava bar bar hanin. Amar rava bar rav hanin le abaye. Ema maror had. 
maybe there's only one version. Who told you that there's so many versions of Maror? It says in the Pasuk Maror. Oh no, it doesn't say in the Pasuk Maror. We're asking. Maror, maybe only one type of Maror. It says, So then we see that there's different types of Maror because it's written in the plurality. Okay, so there's two types. Merurim, the minimum plurality is how much? Two. So maybe there's only two types of Maror. Didn't we say there's five types of uh, uh, Matzah? You could use the five grains. So therefore, Minim Harbe, so too Maror has many Minim. Amar Rabba. They both have five. Exactly. They both have five. Exactly. Perfect, perfect. Same number. Amar Rabba. Okay, now we're going to get into a kilayim issue over here. We know that when you have two different vegetables, so you have to space them out in order that they don't yonik from each other, they don't draw from each other. And there's rules in Masechet Kilayim how you configure a field in order that they will be planted correctly. But the Gemara says, you don't have to be concerned when it comes to all these types of marod. You can plant them actually in one aruga, in one uh, in one grid, in one uh, 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 one field next to each other. Lememra delet behu mishum kilayim. So it must be telling me there's no kilayim with these items. Is that true? Mativ rava hazeret vehazeret galin ulchin ulchesade. Kirishin, Uchrishesade, Kusbar, the Kusbar Sade, Hardal, the Hadal Mitri, the Dalata Mitri, the Hadamutsa, all these items, Enam, Kilayim, Zebaze. Oh, they're not, all these are types of Maros, by the way, most of them. And what are we saying? They're not Kilayim, they're not subject to the laws of planting them next to each other. So the government makes a diuk. You're right. The two types of hazerets are not. One, one of the things in this group is hazeret. So it says hazeret and hazeret galin are not considered kilayim because kanere, they're similar hazerets. However, hazeret ve'ulchin lo. But you can't mix and match. One of the things on this list also was ulchin. It sounds like but hazeret and ulchin will be subject to the laws of kilayim. So how are you telling me above, nah, the, the items that we mentioned over there are not subject to kilayim. What do you mean? It sounds like only like items are not subject to kilayim. Hazeret v'hazeret, but not hazeret v'olshin. V'chitema, maybe you're going to come along and tell me, kul lehu, ketani lehu. Maybe you're going to tell me, you mix and match them all. They're just listing you the list, and kulu ketani. It means all these items you can plant together. It's not davka hazeret v'hazeret. It's hazeret v'olshin even. They were written specifically in the pairs that they were written in. So therefore, pairs go together because they're similar. It's mashma that you cannot mix and match, as an example, hazeret and ulchin. So we have a stira. You told me a second ago that there's not subject to kilayim. Now you're telling me you can only plant them as their pairs. So the Gemara says, my nizra'in. So we're going back. What did we mean when we said that you can plant the different types of maror. The Amar Rav, Nizra, that Rav said, Nizra'in kehilchatan. It just means you have to plant them according to the halakha, which is there's a certain system when you have a, a field, uh, let's say a square that's um, uh, uh, a certain shi'ur, six to fahim, 
So the rule is you plant uh, one item on each side of the square and one in the middle. So there's rules over there. One side, one side, top and the bottom, and then one, one in the middle. They have six tefahim by six tefahim by six tefahim by six tefahim. A square by six by six. So the rule is that's called an arugah halacha. So just saying these laws of maror are subject to kilayim. Therefore you have to plant them according to the rules of kilayim, which means, look at the bottom, nashi kilchetan. Ah, we don't want them to be your neck. We don't want them to be your neck. I mean, there is a problem. Therefore, Nizra'in, Perush, not Nizra'in as you wish. Nizra'in, according to the halakha. So they will not be subject to the laws of Kilayim, of Yenika. Continue. Okay, go on. Right, like we know, remember we had the pictures, we had the, 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 the grid in the Masechet Shabbat. So the Gemara says... Kilchetan, that's what you tell me that you can plant these things. Kilchetan, Tanina, and we go to Amud Bed. We learned that already. shehi shisha al If the field is six by six, well, that we better put the word maybe the patch, the patch of ground over here that's six by six tefachim zorin betocha hamisha zeronim. In a six by six patch, you can plant five different seeds. Arba'a al albaru hota aruga. One seed on each side of the aruga, on the four sides, and one in the middle. So you don't have to tell me that you can plant it kilcheta. We know that law already. It's a, it's a mishnah. No, ma'odetema, hani midi bezeraim. I would have thought that maybe that's only by seeds. Aval, biyirakot, lo. I would have thought maybe vegetables is worse. Therefore, you need to, I need to come and tell me that even by vegetables, it's okay to follow this uh, system of. You know, five in this patch of six. So the implication is that vegetables for some reason is worse. I would have just thought ziraim is okay. But vegetables, oh, maybe it's worse. So the Gabbara says, Are you applying to me that there's a bigger humrah by vegetables, by kilayim, than ziraim? That's why it's a hidush to tell me yirakot. We actually learned the exact opposite. <laughs> so clearly it says that when it comes to all different types of zira'in, you're not allowed to plant them in one aruga, but all types of yirakot you're allowed. So you see why yirakot are more, are more lenient. Read Rashi, uh, third line, kol minei zira'in. <laughs> this whole thing of the aruga was dafka by yirakot, but ziraim and Allah to plant baruga because they unite from each other. So therefore, adraba yirakot is more lenient. So how could you tell me? Oh, the chidush is that I would have thought that yirakot is more stringent. That's why he told me it's okay. Adraba, the whole heter is by yirakot. Yirakot is more lenient. Yimra says there's a chidush. I would have thought Hani Maror means ninu. I would have thought that maybe Maror is classified as a Zera. Kamashmalan. That what? That it's not. It's not a Zera. It's a Yalak. So the Gemara says, Zeraim Sakadatach. Why would you have thought that Yirakot are like a Zera? Why would you think that? They had Tenan. Our Mishnah clearly said, Yirakot. Elu Yirakot, Shiyotzim Bahem. It's Yirakot. Not only that, Betane Bar Kapara, when Bar Kapara gave his list, what did he call it? Yirakot. And when Shemuel gave his list, Betane de Shemuel, Yirakot. 
Every rabbi that called him Yerakot, why would you think for a second that Maror is a uh, is a is a, a, a The Yabara says Hazeret it's the Nichale. The Hadush is in Hazeret. Why? Since the Hazeret, like we learned at the end, the uh, stalk of it becomes very, very, very hard. Maybe you have to space it out a little more because when it becomes hard, there's a rule that maybe it's yonik more from the surrounding areas. So I would have thought that maybe Hazeret, specifically, you need to space out more. And therefore, the Hadush is. You don't. I mean, why would I think you have to space it out more? Lav Amad of Yosef Berchanina didn't Rabbi Yosef Berchanina teach us Kela? That's also a stalk. Shil Kiruv of the uh, I guess the cabbage. Shuksha became hard. Marhivin lo Betrova. You have to move it away a distance. That's called Betrova. We'll see how that she explains that. But you have to move it away the distance. Alma, what do you see from here? Keman de Sofod lehakshot yavidan lerav hatfe. You have to give it more space. So I would have thought that the Hazeret also, you got to give it more space. You don't. But by Maror, the Hadush. So basically, we narrowed down the Hadush over here. The Hadush over here was that when we say you can plant them together, it doesn't mean you can plant them together. It means you can plant them in this Aruga system, the 65 by 65. And the Hadush is that even though Hazeret has a stalk and the stalk becomes hard, you don't need to distance it more like a Kruv. That you would have to distance it more, and they could keep it according to this normal configuration. Now read the Rashi for a second. Marhevim lo. Okay, so basically, it's uh, bet rova. He's saying is the distance that you would plant a rova hakav. Okay, so that's that's that, that's the shiur. Okay, Rabotai, we're moving on. Yotzin bahem ben lachin ben yevishin. So you're allowed to use maror. Uh, we said in the Mishnah whether they're moist or whether they dry out. Okay, doesn't matter. So the Yabara says, Amar of Hazda lo shanu ela bekelach. That which we said that even if it's dry, that's only by the stalk. When it comes to the leaves, in Now we're making a big distinction here. That lachin or yevishin only will be by the stalks, but not by the uh, leaves themselves. The Gemara says, what do you mean? Our Mishnah said, Remember the end of our Mishnah? The Mishnah said that you yotzeh also not only with the leaves, but with the kelah. That means the resha of the Mishnah was talking about what? The leaves. And in the resha it said what? Ben lachin, ben yevishin. Michlal the resha, alin. And if the resha was talking about leaves, and the resha also said, ben lachin, ben yevishin, that means even dried leaves would be okay. Kebara said, no, perusheh kamefaresh. The Mishnah is actually explaining Okay, that what it said, is going on the Kelah. So the Kelah is defining what it said in the Resha. So when you read the Mishnah, it says, that's only by Kelah. Because by, by the Alin themselves, it's only uh, uh, Lachin. 
Metive, what do you mean we have a question? Yotzin bahem, ubekelach shelahem, ben lachin ben yevishim. Clearly, you yotze with them, the leaves, and the stalk, whether they are moist or dry. Right there. <laughs> Questions from the Bimir. Sounds like you yotze even on the leaves, whether even if they're dry. Vachamim omrin, lachin yotzin bahem. Yevishin in yotzin bahem. Okay, hachamim and mahmir. Hachamim say only lachin, no dry at all. Veshavin, but everybody agrees, she yotzin behem kimushin. Okay, kimushin is like, um, they start to wilt. Uh, the wilted. I mean, they're becoming a little, not totally dry. They're wilting a little, that's okay. Aval lo kimushin, not totally cooked, where they start to fall apart. Veloshilukin, also, I'm sorry, kimushin is, uh, is pickled. In the vinegar, veloshilukin, even in water for a long time. Veloshilukin is cooked for a long time. Velo bevushalin. What's the lesson here? Klalo shel davar. Kol sheyes bota amaror yotzimbo. Vechol sheen bota amaror en yotzimbo. Okay, but bottom line, what do you see from here? That the Mishnah, the Brayta here said that yotzin ben lachin ben yevishin, and that's the bimeir. And seemingly our Mishnah is also the Bimeir. Because Tam Mishnah is the Bimeir. So therefore, the Chaura, we have a contradiction from the Bimeir of this Braita from the Bimeir of our Mishnah. Because you're saying that our Mishnah is only talking about the leaves, uh, I mean the, uh, the, the, the stalks, the stalks, right? The Kelah. And here we say the Bimeir, Hen and the Kelah, both. Explain this last Braita on the Kelah, which is read the Braita like this. Read the Braita, Yotzin Bahen, Kama, Ubekelach Shelahen, Ben Nachin Ben Yebeshin. Ben Nachin Ben Yebeshin is going on what it just finished, the Kelach. It's making a distinction. Yotzin Bahem, Bahem is limited. Only, only Lachin. But when it comes to the Kelach, Ben Yebeshin, Ben, Ben, so everything is fine. Tanu Rabbanan, En Yotzin Bahem Kimushin. Oh, now we have another Braita that says, that if they start to wilt, you cannot be yotzeh bahem. Mishum rabbi li'ezeh b'ribi tzadok amru, yotzim bahem kimushin. Okay, you can't be yotzeh. So it's not looking on kimushin. Ba'eh rameh bar hamamah. By the way, and, and that's our biggest challenge in Maror, when you use the leaves, that's why you have to put them in a towel with water on it, moist, because you put them in the fridge, sometimes they dry out. So the big challenge in using the leaves that's why some people just use the stalks. So I don't have to worry about it. But you ever see the, the old timers? Your grandmother used to put it in a towel with water on it and fold it up and put it in a, the refrigerator. Why? Because they were interested in keeping them moist. Whatever the shiud of drying out is, it could be, uh, you know, it could be not yotze by the leaves themselves, by the stalks, no problem. Ba'eh, rameh, bar, hama. We good? Rabbi? Yeah, Rabbi? No, I'm listening. Quick, go. You just talked about the shiur. Is the shiur of mevushal macha ben dorsai? What is mevushal? If you cook it for, uh, let's say, ten percent, would it still be good? She'ela tova. She'ela tova. Ben dorsai, a third, a half. So let's say you do twenty-five percent. So you, know, you know, kosher You see, I, I think the issue over here is is that once you start cooking it, it takes away the time of maror. So it could be the gedir is, you know, a, a cooking that will take it out of, of, of gedir maror. I just don't know why the Mishnah has to say it at all. Once you tell me shilika, 
עוד שתמי בישרונה זה אסור, שסור שניקה זה אסור. אני לא יודע, 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 Bitter, bitter right. maroon soup. Because we had it, we had yeah, 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 remember, shalakot, yes. Yeah, 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 that's right, that's right, that's right. Because of the flavor. Right, so it could, be, could, could be the flavor, could be, you're saying that the flavor of shalakot retains mirirut because it goes into the juice itself. It dissolves into the juice itself. Whereas bishul, where, 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 where is, where is bishul you're eating the actual maror, not the juice Maybe, of it. I don't it. know who says it. Okay, I, I hear that distinction, I hear it. But Tamar's question... You're a Maccabin, you're a Maccabin. I just looked it up on the Tosafot, the bottom Tosafot, Lama Teta Mubet. What is he saying? You said it. Mashma, the Shiluka have it to favor me, sure. The Ilah, nothing have it to the end. Ah, Hazak Baruch. Yeah, Baruch Hashem. Baruch Hashem. Okay, I think I did cheat and look at it, so I can't take the credit for that one. But yes, definitely it is a Tosafot. Mark is right. I know, it doesn't answer your questions about coming to the Zion or not. That doesn't answer. So therefore, you know what, don't cook your maror at all till we solve that. Please do not cook your maror at all till we solve that question. Do not cook your maror at all. Here we go again. Can you use maror of maaser sheni? Yeah, but you have to remember, in the olden days, it was very common. Everybody had maaser sheni. Therefore, that was a normal question. Hacham, can Rabbi Yotzeh with Maaseh Sheni in Yerushalayim with Maror? Alibad Rabbi Akiva lo tiv'elach. Alibad Rabbi Akiva, remember, by Rabbi Akiva, we had the question by Matzah. And he said, Hashta b'matzah de'olaita nafik. B'maror de'rabbanan mev'eh. Which means, by Matzah de'olaita, Rabbi Akiva was the one that said, that even though Matzah is de'olaita. And what we say, what? We said, That means Maaser Sheni is the Oraita. Maaser Sheni is the Oraita on Matzah. And what? We said that even though Maaser Sheni is the Oraita, but since you could eat it in any place, if it became Tameh, and we gave that whole pool, that if it became Tameh, you could eat it in any place, so therefore it's okay. So Maror, where the Hayuv of Maaser Sheni is only with Rabbanan, certainly it should be okay. Because with the Oraita, you don't have to give Maaser Sheni on that. So, so with the Oraita, you can eat it any way you want. Which is, if I find the oraita of matzah, that you must give ma'asir shenim with the oraita and matzah, and he found the heter for it. How do you find the heter? Because the, the rule of matzot was, you have to be able to eat a type of matzah that's edible bechol moshbot. And he said, ma'asir sheni is eaten bechol moshbot in a certain scenario where they became tamen, you want to be podet in Ushalayim. So, kol sheken, an maror, where the chayuv of ma'asir is, um, uh, is only drabanan, that means with the oraita, it's mutar. Right there, you can eat it wherever you want. Certainly it's going to be okay. Uh, but Rabbi Yosei Gilili was the rabbi that learned, His rule was that any item that cannot be eaten you're not Yotsebo Yedei Chovato for Matzah. So the question is, my, Okay, Matzah is the Oraita. Therefore, you're not going to be Yotsebo. אבל מרור דרבנן נפיק. But maybe we can make the same distinction. That maror is only דרבנן. חיוב המעשר שני is only דרבנן. Therefore, 
It's okay to eat it. Or Dilma called the Tikkun Rabbanan Ke'en the Oraita Tikkun. Or maybe we have a rule that says that whenever the rabbis establish their law, they establish it with the same Gedarim as the Torah law. And therefore, since according to the Torah law, Aninut is Asur, and therefore, the Rabbanan law, Aninut is going to be Asur, and therefore, we're going to say that you cannot eat it. What is the answer? Read, read the two Rashis, by the way. Read Rashi, Ke'en de Oraita Tikkun. Right, that's it. Stop on that one. That she's bringing a different girsad that wants to say that That's what he wants to say. That the eating of the matzah is the oraita, and the eating of the maror is the rabbanan, and he wants to. Uh, uh, bring that he says I heard it Shamati Mikashali. Right. What, what's the question? If, if it was Bizman Hazir, there's no Masishani. So so what are you talking about, Bizman Hazir? You cannot be talking about the Bizman Hazir is the Uraita and Rabbanan, the eating of Matsa Marod, because there's no there's no Masishani today. So anyway, when it said the Uraita and the Rabbanan was going on Masir Shani, the Khiyuv of Masir Shani, is it the Uraita or the Rabbanan? Uh, look at uh, look at the next Rashi Matzah uh, Umarot. Okay, so Hadush the Gemara wants to say Matzah Umarot that just like Matzah you're not Yotzeba according to Rabbi Yosef Marot the same thing Matzah Marot go together if you're not Yotzeba Maaseh Shani Adi Bad Rabbi Yosef that is so you're not going to be Yotzeba Adi Bad Rabbi Yosef on Marot. As, as well. Okay, Matniti. And Shorin et Mursan et Negolim. Okay, now we're back to Hametz, Rabotai. Mursan is the bran. So you're not allowed to soak the bran in order to give it to the chickens. What happens when you soak the bran? It becomes Hametz. Aval Choltin. You could poach it in hot water. When you poach it in hot water, it doesn't become Hametz. A lady should also not soak the bran uh, in order to bring it with her to the bathhouse. It seems they use it as like a, maybe a depilatory, or they use it as a soap to, to clean their, uh, to make their skin. They rub it on their skin, so they would, they would soak it first. By soaking it, it become hametz. They put a paste, like they put a paste on their skin. So she cannot use this uh, mursan that she soaked and bring it to the minhats. But she can use it dry. Even though there might some, 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 be some water on our skin from the Mirhats, it's okay. As long as you don't soak it. The issue is soaking it and then putting it on our skin. A person shouldn't chew on wheat. And then put it on his uh, wound. Kind of like he made like a paste. Like a, like a, like a bandage. You, you chew it, it becomes mushy, pasty. And then you put it on the moon. It's hametz. Because it becomes hametz. That's what she on this one. What Good. Okay. Tanu, Rabbi. So, shampoos, these things. 
We typically, if it's not, if you're not eating it, it's not a problem. No, but these are no. no, these are raui. The shampoo is not the oil achilat kelev. This is regular musan, regular brand. Right. No, you designated. But, but what if you make something go, go, designated for? Go look at the shampoo. By the way, look at all the ingredients in the shampoo. Look, there are a million things in there. You can't even pronounce them. Each one is, is, is 13 syllables. That's all the chemicals. So it's not, oh, wait, this is regular Musan. She's taking a, oh, but forget about it. Chitin, you're taking a piece of wheat. You're chewing it, and you're putting it on your, once you chew it, it's regular wheat. It's, it's Raul Achilat Kelev. She's put, by the way, she's putting it in her mouth. It's Raul. All those other items are not Raul Achilat Kelev. That's why we say it's okay. Gemara. Okay. These items will not come to the chimutz. What are they? Ha'afui, anything that's totally baked, vambibushal, or cooked, the halut, that's, you know, poached in hot water, shahalto berotri. So the Gemara says, mibushal ademubushal le mechama. Okay, let's read the Rashi over here for a second. Ha'afui. Ah, that's the Gabruxt. Which is once you take something, that's for you, Joe. Once you bake something and then you soak it in water, that cannot become Hametz anymore. It's baked. Ashkenazim are worried that they didn't bake it fully, that maybe there's still some unbaked uh, flour in there. So when they soak it in the water, it's going to make it Hametz now. But in principle, if you bake it completely, there should be no problem to soak it in water after because it's, it's, uh, it cannot become hametz. Now, what is Rashi saying over here now? Just help me read this over here. Again, I'm reading the Gemara. What does that mean, Rashi? Ah, which means if you didn't boil the water. If you didn't boil the water and you put it in before it became boiled, then it could become hamet. Oh, so what is it? This is a question? Yeah. Don't, don't, don't think that the case is where you're throwing... Into the hot water, because that's included into halut. So therefore, must be talking about where you're putting it into warm water. Warm water, the chadwa should become hametz. So the Gemara says, Amar papa ha'afui shebishlo ka'amar. Aha. That bishul is not a separate case. Bishul means that if you, cook, if you bake something and then you cook it, it'll be okay. It just say cooking after baking is going to be okay. Ha'afui should be shloka amar. Read Rashi. We have Rashi on that. Right. So they have a bottom line. There's no hametz uh, on baking, uh, even if you cooked it after, and there's no hametz on cooking itself. That's that's halita. No problem. Let's go one more line. Tanya Rabbi Yosef Rabbi Yehuda Omer Kemah. Shenafal letochat delef. Delef is like a leak, leaking on the roof, and the delef is falling on the kemah. Afilu kol ayom kulo eno ba lidehimutz. Interesting. Even though the water is falling on the kemah, it's not going to become tehimutz. Amar papa vehu da'avid tif lehade tif. 
where it's a constant drip. Teeth, 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 teeth. It's dripping constantly. What's the what's the reason for that, Rashi? Right. Which point is, is that's right, it's a constant drip, and what happens? It's like the 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 the, the, the is being worked. It's banging it, so it's moving. So it's it, it can only be when it's settled. But when it's deep, 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 it's not gonna become Hamitz. Because it's always Constantly uh, uh, falling on it. That's she. Ain't nobody the Amos. Shitirud hadelef anofel tamid. There's a tirud. It's constantly being worked, so to speak. It stops it from being coming hametz. Amar or Amri debele bishela vatika shari. What's a vatika? Okay, it's a type of kema, a, a wheat, a, a flower type of item. Vatika shari, vatanya vatika asur. Ah, we have a statement that says vatika asur. Lakasha. Ah, da avde bimishha umilha. Da avde bimaya umilha. It depends how you make it. Let's see, Rashi. Mishha umilha is oil and salt. Right, then we say oil cannot make something hametz. So if you make the mixture with the flour and oil, it's okay. However, if you use water in the mixture, ah, that's going to be a problem. Last point. Amar Mor Zutra, lo limhi inish kedera bekimha de abishana. Dilma lo bashil shaper, tapir vatel idehi moods. What do I want you to do over there, Ashi? Lo limhi inish kedera, shema abin tapshila kedera, ayedesh me machin kemach letocho. Basically, what do they do? They used to put flour in the soup or in the tavshir to make it thick. So they're telling you, even if you roasted the, 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 the wheat, do not use this into flour to thicken the tavshir. Why not? Dilma. Dilma, lo bashir shapir. Oh, so here's the, here's the ayah for, for, for Gabraks. You're worried that it might not be uh, totally cooked, and therefore when you put it in the tabshil, it's going to make it hametz. So you see there was a hashash over here, and the Gemara, You're worried that maybe you didn't uh, make it totally uh, roasted, and then when you throw it into the tabshil, it's going to make it hametz. So you see, there's some room maybe for this, uh, for this, uh, for this Okay, Adkan, stop over here.